morning we're going to begin a series of meditation instructions. Every morning at this sitting <coughs> we'll elaborate and expand on the instructions uh, over this first week or so. <coughs> Some years ago on one of my self-retreats I was rereading the Satipatthana Sutta discourse on ways of establishing mindfulness. And one line which I had read very many times before, but this particular time it really jumped out at me as being an instruction for practice rather than a simple description of the practice. And it's a line that occurs in the refrain of the sutta, which means that it's repeated after each set of instructions. And so it's repeated 13 different times, each time referring to a particular area (coughs) or field of mindfulness. The first time it appears is with reference to the body. It's a very simple instruction. The Buddha says, be mindful, and then in quotes, be mindful, there is a body. To the extent necessary for clear knowing and continuous mindfulness. So that's the instruction, be mindful, quote, there is a body to the extent necessary for clear knowing and continuous mindfulness. So there were a few things about this that proved to be really helpful in my own practice. First, it suggested just the right amount of effort. So for example, now, if you're mindful, there is a body, to the extent necessary for clear knowing. How much effort does it take? You're just sitting, settled into the awareness of the body. It doesn't take a lot of effort. It doesn't take struggling or forcing. Just mindful there is a body to the extent necessary, we might say just to the extent necessary for clear knowing and continuous mindfulness so that we practice that continuity. So that was the first aspect (coughs) of this instruction, really paying attention to the quality of effort so we're neither slack nor over-efforting, as can often be the case. The other aspect of the instruction, which proved so helpful, was just using this phrase, there is a body. The Buddha says, be mindful, quote, there is a body. So this is not that phrase, there is a body, this is not meant to be a metaphysical statement. Rather, we can use it almost as a mental note, just as a reminder to reconnect to the felt sense of the body sitting. 
and I found that by repeating the phrase <coughs> fairly regularly through the sitting, just there is a body, and each time the mind simply settled into that awareness. It's very simple, very easeful, very grounded. And it also became useful in another way. <coughs> I'd like to give a little uh, example or image of how this phrase, there is a body, uh, can be used in our sitting practice. As all of you know, and a couple of years ago we were uh, constructing the new building, Bodhi House. And actually it was going on during the three-month course. Um, and it was very interesting, and I love construction projects and to see the building, <coughs> you know, in all its stages. Well, at one stage, the foundation had been laid, and then they framed the building. You know, so all those, those wooden studs are up, and the, the building is framed, but not yet enclosed. So there's the structure, the outline of the structure is there, but you can see through it. You could see whatever was going on inside. So I started using this phrase, there is a body, much as the frame of the building. There is a body and the felt sense of the body sitting is like a frame that grounds us in something very clear, very obvious, very simple. And then within that frame, just as we could look through the frame of the building to see what was going on inside, within the frame of the felt sense of the body sitting, then we become aware of whatever else is arising within it. For example, you're sitting and perhaps you're using the phrase, there's a body, dropping into the felt sense of it, and then within that frame, you might become aware of the sensations of the body breathing. Now this is happening all by itself. It doesn't take any effort for the body to breathe. It's a natural function of it. In using this frame, there is a body and then being aware of what's arising within it, for example, the sensations of the body breathing, the mind is not necessarily narrowing on those sensations. It's not zeroing in on the breath. It's holding the larger context of there is a body, that felt sense of it, that framework. And then simply being aware of whatever arises within that framework. Very often it is the sensations of the body breathing, but again, not narrowing the attention on it, but simply being aware that's what's arising within the frame. Or maybe sounds arising within the frame. Might be other sensations arising within the frame. So we're open to all of that, but the point of reference, the grounding point, 
is that felt sense of the body, that, that larger framework. So I'd like to suggest you play with this a little bit. It's been very helpful for me in my own practice and in teaching it in this way for the past couple of years. Many people have found it helpful. Because very often when we start with a narrow focus on the breath, there can be a tendency, at least for some people, uh, to get a little tight around that. Or an unintentional and sometimes very subtle forcing of the breath, or leading with the breath. It's as if we're pulling the next breath in. By keeping this larger frame, there is a body resting in that, (coughs) resting in the felt sense of it. It allows for the body to breathe itself. There's nobody doing anything. (coughs) And the attention can become very (coughs) steady, alert, easeful. Again, the Buddha's instruction, be mindful there is a body to the extent necessary for clear knowing and continuous (coughs) mindfulness. Continuously aware of whatever is arising within that frame of the felt sense of the body sitting. And you can experiment with how frequently you use the phrase, there is a body, as a reminder. Use it as frequently as is helpful to stay connected.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.